0: Hey, hey friends, this is Jessie Deshane, a chronic illness support coach and host over here on the Chronically Healing Podcast. When I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I was scared and immediately started looking for support. After finding so much negativity in the autoimmune world, I decided to start a community that emphasizes positivity and healing. On this show, you will hear me have conversations with people just like you who are on their own unique healing journey with chronic illness. There might be a few tears, but you are guaranteed to have a bunch of laughs and lots and lots of love and support. Let's dive into the show. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today is going to be a short-ish episode With just me, I'm hanging out here on Saturday morning with Cora, Ben is at work, I'm drinking my coffee, I just listened to a creepy podcast, so I'm feeling like chatting because I'm a little nervous. (laughs) I like love true crime podcasts and like scary things, but like not scary movies, I don't know how to explain it. So like I love ghost adventures, I love like kind of suspenseful things. But let me tell you, they mess with me. And I don't know why I continue to do this to myself, but I just listened to um, a Full Body Chills podcast episode. It's just like a 15-minute like story. It's not even real. It's fictional. And it totally creeped me out. So anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. I actually <laughs> wanted to talk to you about something that's, that's really on my heart today um, after I saw an Instagram post. So... Without further ado, let's jump into this. I have people ask me quite frequently how I do so much. How do you work full-time? How do you start a podcast? How do you have a relationship? How do you do anything besides sit on the couch all the time? All because I have a chronic illness. This is where these questions are coming from. It's not coming from, you know, a random Joe Schmo who is like a side hustle coach. This is coming from like... Just random people like you and me that deal with chronic issues that have Hashimoto's, that have Lyme, that have chronic fatigue syndrome. Just normal people with chronic illness asking me how I do anything besides just just hanging around and taking care of myself. Because I think a lot of people deal with symptoms that totally... Just knock them out, you know, so I'm not some sort of saint and I'm also not here to boost my ego And I want to just put that out here first I'm also not here to tell you that I deal with intense pain or intense exhaustion or the pure terror That some people have to deal with when it comes to autoimmune disease and chronic illness that they go through every day But I have had some of my own struggles and trauma and my answer to these questions are all the same my answer to the question, how do you work full-time? How do you start a podcast? How do you have a relationship? How do you do the things that you love? How do you do all of these things? My answer for you, I got freaking mad. I just saw a quote today on Instagram uh, by Brianna Weist. Weist, I don't even know how to say her name. I will link her in the show notes if I remember because y'all should follow her. She does like... Quotes and stuff on Instagram and they always speak directly to my soul. And this one just totally got me fired up. So let me read it to you. Eventually, you have to stop being sad. You have to stop being disappointed. You have to stop pitying yourself. You have to stop wishing things were different and that people would change. Eventually, you have to get angry. You have to let that rage boil up through you and make you commit to never living this way ever again. That breaking point will be your breakthrough. Get angry. Decide. And that quote just like spoke straight to me and it immediately flashed me back to an experience that I had a couple of years ago that pulled me out of a really deep, dark place with how I was feeling and my symptoms and feeling like things were never going to change and that I was just always going to have to work a job that I hated and um, and I was always going to be tired and I was never going to be able to have a happy relationship because of, of my hypothyroidism and because of my symptoms. And, and this quote just really reminded me of that. So I just want to tell you a little story about that part of my life. Let me take a drink of my coffee first, though. I remember so clearly sitting in the endocrinologist's office being told that I had a Hashimoto's. Now, this wasn't a huge surprise to me. I had been being treated for hypothyroidism for almost five years at this point, um, but I had never had a doctor do a full panel of blood work. So when my doctor did, she sent me to an endocrinologist because there were some things on there that she didn't know how to answer. So I walk into this endocrinologist's office. This grumpy old man walks into the room, you know, 20 minutes after I've been waiting in there per usual at the doctor. He looked at my test results and looked at me and said, oh, yeah, you have Hashimoto's. So it's not it's not a big deal. It's actually the best autoimmune disease to have, in my opinion. It's really not a big deal, though. Here, let me draw you a picture of a thyroid. Oh, just so you know, if you do ever get pregnant, then it's a big deal. You tell your husband and then you tell me that you got pregnant. I'll be the first one that you should call to tell because if you have Hashimoto's, it can totally mess with pregnant women and we'll have to, you know, like up your medication so it doesn't affect the baby's brain, stuff like that. But it's not a big deal. All of this, of course, is said within like 30 seconds of him looking at my test results. And as he sat there and drew me a stupid picture of a thyroid about how the thyroid works I totally drowned him out and all I could think about was how afraid I was and how confused I was. And I was like, you know, what's an autoimmune disease? What does this mean? How is hypothyroid different than Hashimoto's? How what am I gonna do? Like, do I have to go on a new medication? Like, do I have to make changes to my life? Like what what do I do with this information? Like what does this mean? Like, he says it's not a big deal, but, like, it sounds scary. What does this mean? So, you know, he's, like, drawing this stupid picture. And finally I interrupt him and I'm like, wait, wait okay. So, so, like, what should I do? Should I change my diet, my lifestyle? Is there anything I can do? Like, what does this mean? Is there s- surgery? I mean, like, literally I had no idea what Hashimoto's is. Zero percent of an idea. And he goes, he looks at me, Cora's. <laughs> Cora's irritated that I'm talking right now. Um, He looks at me and he's like, nope. He said, if you're worried about it, let's just test your levels while you're here. If they're worse, I'll put you on some more meds. If they're not, then you're fine. And I was like, okay, but so I don't know. So I don't feel well. This is like the whole reason I'm here, right? I'm tired all the time. I can't lose weight. I feel like I'm living a half-life. I can't even come up with thoughts anymore. It's affecting my daily life. It's affecting me at work. I'm forgetting what I'm talking about during client presentations. I get home and I'm so exhausted that all I can do is like sit with my dog and I like I just can't function like so what else can I do, you know, like what can I do with this Hashimoto's thing? And he laughed. He chuckled, I should say. It wasn't like a like a vindictive laugh. It was just like a, (laughs) well, welcome to Hashimoto's. And then he said, but again, it's not a big deal. There are so many worse autoimmune diseases. Like I said before, like you're, you're lucky. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be tired, but that's life. You know, everybody's tired. Uh, I will refer you to a GI doctor to see if, um, see why you can't lose weight. I mean." again comes with thyroid disorder a lot of people that have Hashimoto's are overweight it's just kind of something that comes with the territory I could also send you to a nutritionist um, he's like maybe maybe you could you know cut back on calories I don't know do you work out and I just like looked at him like he had three heads and he you know handed me his little drawing of his thyroid and he sent me on my way to the little blood work area Um, after, you know, our 10 minute appointment, because welcome to the life (laughs) having to wait, you know, 20 minutes for my appointment and two months to even get in there. And then it was a 10 minute appointment. But so I'm walking on my way to my blood work area and I'm just like, I'm so confused at this point. And I sit down, they stick the needle in, they take my blood and spoiler spoiler alert, at that point my levels weren't high enough to change my dosage. So again, quote unquote, it's not a big deal is what he emailed me. But I went on my way. But for some reason on my Uber ride home, instead of feeling bad for myself, I started to get mad. I could feel like the pain and the exhaustion and the confusion that had been I had been dealing with for five plus years and then having this quote unquote diagnosis given to me but being told that it's not a big deal and there's nothing I can do about it and it's autoimmune I don't even know what autoimmune means but it's not a big deal feeling like I'm living a half life. Is not a big deal. Being tired every day, it's not a big deal. Not being able to have relationships and not being able to have close friendships, it's not a big deal. And I remember sitting in that Uber and I was so mad. I'm getting emotional. (laughs) I was so mad. And I got home and I screamed. And I googled what the fuck Hashimoto's meant. I googled what autoimmune meant. And I cried and I got confused and I, I Amazon ordered a bunch of books by Isabella Wentz. (laughs) Like I was so mad. How could someone tell me that my experience wasn't a big deal? And how could someone tell me at least three times in my 10 minute quote unquote appointment that it wasn't a big deal? He said that more to me than he told me what autoimmune meant. How was I supposed to believe that this was now my life? And maybe a GI doctor could tell me what was wrong with my stomach, but which, again, spoiler alert, he told me to cut out dairy and eat less fat. (laughs) At that point, because it took me like three months to get into the GI doctor. Actually, I think it took longer. Um, I had been gluten-free because I had read about it on Isabella Once's uh, website and just other websites that I listened to. And the GI doctor told me to cut out dairy, which I really wasn't eating any way. Eat less fat because it'll help me lose weight. And that the whole gluten thing, that's a fad. That has nothing to do with Hashimoto's. That has nothing to do with your gut. You're not celiac. So there's no reason to cut out gluten. Even though I was feeling so much better. He told me that it was just in my imagination. So I'm supposed to believe that my life is just going to be like this? I'm always going to be fat, tired, lethargic, moody, unable to finish a thought, sad. How is that supposed to work? How, is, how was I supposed to work? How was I supposed to have a job? How was I supposed to be in a healthy relationship or write my blog, which I loved so much? How was I supposed to read my my loving Harry Potter books <laughs> that I couldn't even get through because I couldn't remember what I read two sentences before. How was I supposed to function when I got home from work after a 10 hour day of work plus commute? How was I supposed to eat better, eat less fat, when I didn't have the energy to make anything? The only thing that I could eat was pasta or takeout or rice or pre-prepped foods or frozen foods because it was easy and I just did not have the energy to get up and cook a healthy dinner or cut vegetables. I refused to just let this be my life and I got mad and I said no. This doctor is wrong and I refuse to believe it. So that story gets me really fired up, <laughs> as you can tell. Very emotional and I, very dramatic. But I just, I, I refused to believe that this was the way that I was going to feel for the rest of my life. On the other end of all that stuff, I've always been someone that does a lot. I'm an Enneagram 3, which means that I'm a, an achiever, and that's literally the only thing I know about the Enneagram, but it totally fits. I definitely am achievement-oriented. I'm not saying that's good or bad, but I have always done a lot. I've always put a lot of pressure on myself to do a lot, um, to be smart, to have jobs, to get straight A's, to do all these things, um, I do believe that that part of that did push me into Hashimoto's, that mindset, and then not speaking my own truth, but that's a whole other story. But I just want to say, like, I'm always someone, I've always been someone that does a lot, so I just want to give a little precursor to that as I kind of go into the other part of my story here. So up until about two years ago, I have worked two to three jobs at a time. Honestly, actually up until about three months ago, I still had a paying social media client on the side of my full-time job, so I was still working an additional, you know, five to ten hours a week outside of my 40-hour job. I currently have a full-time job. Thankfully, for the most part, I can work from home, so that's really helpful, but I do work at a startup in Chicago. I have zero team. Um, I have a new boss. We're going into like Black Friday, which is huge. I work for an e-commerce store. So I wear a lot of hats and then I come home, I take care of my home, my dog, my husband, myself. And I still make time to have a blog, a YouTube channel, two Instagram handles, a podcast. Oh, and a coaching business that is totally going to take off. I just know it. So I'm not telling you this to brag. I'm not telling you this to brag at all. In fact, I'm telling you that you probably shouldn't do this much stuff. And I'm an insane person and I am going to have to cut some of these things down. But these are all things that bring me joy. I love connecting with people. I love writing. I love helping people. So with all of these things that I'm doing, I'm able to do just that, which is why I like to do it. And the reason that I can do that is because I said no to that diagnosis, not to Hashimoto's. I did not say no to Hashimoto's. I am grateful to Hashimoto's. What I said no to is that I can't live the life that I want to live because of Hashimoto's that I did not subscribe to. I'm telling you all of this because you can do what you want. You can still have good relationships, jobs, side hustles, dreams with your chronic illness. You are not tied to your illness and its limitations. You are now free from those limitations that you were setting on yourself before. Your story will set you free. Your experiences are available for you to act on and have in your back pocket to make relationships, help people, etc. You've seen how precious life is and how days without a flare or pain or brain fog or whatever your symptoms are, you've seen how those days are truly magical. Some people don't get that. Some people are so healthy and they have a lot of money and they're living a great life, quote unquote. (laughs) Yeah, they have that. But do they truly know how magical life is without pain? Do they know what it's like to live every day not being able to remember what you were thinking about 20 minutes prior? Do they know what it's like to then have a day where you're so on point and you remember everything and you feel like you have yourself back? Do you, can you like feel that with me? (laughs) Like how great those days are, how magical those are, and how grateful at least I am whenever I have days like that. And I have more days like that than I don't now. And how grateful I am that I have that. It's amazing that I know that. And I know that difference because I did go through really bad times. And I will go through future times where my Hashimoto's gets in the way of my life. You had ability. And you are given the same opportunities that others are given. You can decide to take back your life. Get mad and then get going. I'm not telling you to like go out and start 365 side hustles and join an MLM and then like travel the world and quit your job. I mean, unless that's what you want to do, then girl, freaking go for it. What I am telling you is to take back the moments that you've lost. Do you love to write? Do you love community service? Do you love to read? Do you like to go places with your friends? Do you like to be with animals? What do you love to do? Write that down. Do that. Start something that you've been afraid to start, even if it's just an Instagram profile to make friends. Start a podcast, even if no one might listen. Start a conversation with a person at a coffee shop that you see every Saturday because you just feel pulled to them. Just start, get mad, take your life back and take back the things that you love and find new things that you love. There might be things that you can't do or you can't do right now and that's okay but what can you do? Like for example, I for a year have not been able to work out but you know what I could do? I could write I could talk into this cute little blue snowball microphone. (laughs) I could sit on my couch and edit a podcast. I could open my DMs and talk to a girl that was going through the same thing as me. I found something else that I loved and that I could do. And I let that fill me with joy and I let that fill me with fire to keep doing the things that I wanted. I hope this helped even just one of you. I hope that you feel the fire within and know that you're meant to have a purpose in this world. You are meant to feel love, happiness, and light. You are meant to have a life outside of your illness. You may always have symptoms, you may always deal with your illness, you may deal with new illnesses, you may always have struggles. But you might also have happiness, love, and light. You might also be able to have success, freedom, and dreams. But that part, that's up to you. That's up to you to decide. And I love you all, and I hope you enjoyed this message that I had in my heart today. I am just, I'm full of so much fire and love and support for all of you that have, have done that for me, even if you didn't even know that you were doing it. Just by listening to this podcast, you give me so much of that. And I appreciate that, and I want all of you to feel that too. And I really hope that that this got you thinking. I would love to hear from you, so make sure that you follow me over on my Instagram. It's just healing. Um, You can reach out to me over there. You can email me whatever you'd like to do. I want to hear what you love to do and what you want to take back. I want to know what that is and I want to help you do that. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I will see you again next week. I love you all.